It is my belief that each one of you is unique. There isn't another one of you on the planet. And no one has the right to tell you you're less than Welcome to the Accidental Guru with your host, international speaker, trainer, and author, Dov Barron. Dov will be taking your calls and taking you to the depth of clarity that gives you the competitive edge without losing your soul. Real people, real issues, no fluff. And now, here's Dov Barron. Each one of you. Hello, my beautiful and vivacious, delicious listener, wherever you are in the world on this fabulous free day. Yes, whatever the day of the week it is, wherever you're tuned in from, it's always free day. Because it's a new day. It's a new dawn. It's a new way of looking at your life and your ability to lead and succeed. Thank you for joining us. My name is Dov Barron. And for the next hour, I'm your host here at the Accidental Guru Radio Show, broadcasting on Telstar Satellite and KWRM 106.9 FM HD3. We're broadcasting out of Seattle, and yes, we're in HD because we have been digitally enhanced for your listening pleasure. We're also broadcasting out around the world on contacttalkradio.com. Right now, in homes and offices around the world, there are folks just like you who are salivating like a rock violet over a pork chop at the prospect of getting their teeth into all the juicy mind meat we've got for you here on today's show. Do you have friends and family who are dragging their butts through each day, looking for a reason to turn off the idiot box? And tune into high energy, high value talk radio. Well, go drag them out of their chair or out of their bed. Yes, I know it may not even be the crack of noon where you are. Nonetheless, go tell them to wrap their ears around our big, beautiful signal and subscribe to the show because today's show is going to light a fire under their nether regions. Seriously, before we even take another moment, Go tell your friends to tune in, and we can begin to unleash the leader within you, right here on the Accidental Guru Radio Show. That being said, every week I get a notice telling me where people are tuned in from. And many of you write to me on my blog at DovBaron.com, on Facebook, on my Facebook fan page, on Twitter, and on RadioDov.com to tell me where you're listening in from. And so let me greet our friends listening in from around the world, whatever the time of day it is, wherever you are, welcome. To our listeners listening in from parts of the world where the old en français, French, is the first language. So, bonjour. To our listeners listening in all the way over in New Zealand, Keora, And to our Filipino listeners, kumastaka and kumastapo. And to our Scouse mates, our Scouse listeners listening in from the pool. All right, our kid. 
To all our listeners around the world, we are honored that you take the time to join us here in the intimate space each and every Friday. From me to you, wherever you are, hello, hello, hello. And now on to today's show de jour. I have elected to not have a guest join me today because I've personally got some very juicy morsels for your sophisticated mental palate. And I want to give you every juicy little bite of it. As always, today's show promises to titillate your neurons. And maybe, just maybe, because it's just you and me, we'll get a little further. Maybe, you know, come closer. Maybe we'll get a little nauseous than usual. And we'll deal with that very hot and timely subject of leadership. In fact, leadership for the freaks and the weirdos. In fact, I'm willing to say that today's show, we will go a little past second base. And today, dear listener, we will dry hump the nation's legs. Having you, dear listener, squealing with delight as I rather roughly rub up against your dearly protected leadership myths. As you know, I like to wear something special for each show, and I hope that you, dear listener, have also slipped into something rather lovely for the show. And again, thank you to those of you who've been writing to me to tell me about your lovely little outfits. I was looking for that certain little something to wear for today's show, and I found a rather lovely ensemble, which included a pair of slingback rubber boots and a rather lovely pink and sparkly tiara of power. The slingback rubber boots seemed... Well, appropriate, since we are going to go wading into the nether regions of your leadership myths. Dear listener, I can tell you that today I want to get you hot and sweaty about understanding that you, whether you recognize it or not, are a leader. The question is, what kind of a leader are you? Now you say, I'm not a leader. Well, you are. Every day, there is someone watching you, someone you are leading. The question is, are you leading them in the way you want to? Dear one, by the end of this little jaunt through the folds of your cortex, it is my intention that you will have some powerful tools to become a better leader. Whether that's about being a leader of your country, your community, your organization, your corporation, or even your family. I'm going to say it. I want you to stop treating yourself like you're one of the sheep. As a discerning listener of this show, I want you to know you are a diamond. And I want you to let that light shine to the full value of who you are. So right now, please, stop doing all that crap that distracts you. Sit down, get out your pen, get out a journal, and let's have a little you and me time. During the show, we will be solution-oriented. However, of course, as always, there'll be a large serving of the old jolly stuff. During the upcoming hour, I will do my very best to assisting you in getting the most practical, applicable solutions, getting you out of stuck and into massive success action giving you the best solid success solutions. After the first break, you'll be able to call in on 877-230-3062. And if you use the mystery word during our conversation, 
I'll have prizes for you. Now, let me tell you the mystery word now. The mystery word is leadership schmiedership. Yes, it's sophisticated, but there they go. Leadership schmiedership. You have to use that in some form of a conversation if you call in. And if you do, I'll give you a prize. Okie doke. Now, as many of you know, I studied for years, traveled with, for years and studied with masters. And along the way, I became absolutely fascinated with leadership and leaders. Not just any leaders, but great leaders, men and women who walked their talk, who stood in the face of rejection and were unwavering in their convictions. Some of these leaders, I should tell you, were people I actually didn't like or even agree with. But they had that certain quality in common. They, they just had that, that certain something. And I really decided that I was going to make a study of what those qualities were. And in fact, it was upon that framework of that research that I developed what I now call my core affluence system for leadership and leadership development. Today, dear listener, I'd like to address what it takes to be a real leader. And in so doing, let's take a look at why, at this time, the world needs greater leaders, possibly more than it's ever done in, in at least recent history. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that, yes, there are leaders out there, but at the same time, I'm personally not seeing the caliber of leaders that we need or, in fact, what it takes to bring about the shifts that we so desperately need on a global community today. To me, at least, instead of great leaders, it seems we have a bunch of approval junkies in positions of power. Approval junkies who are afraid to step outside of the party line, too afraid to upset the House, whether that's the Senate, Congress, the Board of Directors, the PTA, or even their own bloody meditation group. When will someone stand up and be counted and be of their word? I believe the world is changing. And everyday people like you and I are seeing that we cannot rely on these, quote, leaders, unquote. And as a result, we're feeling that pull. Maybe you're feeling it too. You've got something inside of you. It seems that so many people who feel that drive within them to be leaders, that passion to follow their heart and their soul, and by virtue of that, lead others, have had to do so in the face of rejection and ridicule. The pressure to fall in line, to do as everyone else does, is enormous. Statements like, well, what will they think? Become the voice of subconscious terror that can and often does rule our decisions and in turn change us, absolutely change us to the stagnant and the familiar. Dear listener, if you've been a regular aficionado of our little show, you can probably guess, I don't know, maybe you could, that I myself have often faced the disapproval of the masses. Although to many it may have seemed that I've done so with ease, honestly, that's never been the truth. In my early teens, I was never part of the crowd and felt more like an outcast. I rarely dated, had few friends, and spent much of my time feeling deeply alone. Teachers labeled me highly intelligent but lazy, when in fact a closer statement of truth might have been that I was at least reasonably intelligent, but actually bored out of my coconut, completely bored out of my mind. You see, and maybe you can relate to this, maybe you just didn't fit in. 
one thing was for sure. I was different. I didn't fit in. And the more I would try to conform, the lonelier I would feel. Do you see what I mean? Maybe you can relate. Maybe you've spent a good part of your life giving away your authenticity in hopes of getting some form of approval. My thinking was different. And to this day, I still think differently than the way I was taught to think. My speech was different in the way that I was taught to speak. My personal style was different than I was supposed to be. Like so many who have taken on what I call the yoke, or it can be called at least the yoke of leadership, I was labeled a freak or a weirdo or just plain strange. And maybe you know those titles. Maybe you know those labels for yourself. For the longest times, those names really hurt me. It wasn't actually until my early 30s that I became into a place of my own personal power and realized that, well, freak, weirdo, and strange were actually massive compliments. These were clear messages that I was not like the people around me. And to be honest, you know, when I looked around at the people who were around me, I didn't really want to be like them. And you might want to think about that yourself. Do you actually want to be like the people who are telling you that you need to conform? If you don't, maybe you should stop listening to them. So, as a result, I was being given this, I had been giving these, these labels like freak and weirdo and strange negative meanings, and I decided I was going to change the meaning. In fact, Richard Bandler said, nothing has any meaning but the meaning we give it. I'd previously given them the label of being different that meant somehow that I was unlovable, that I was just not lovable. I got to know myself better, and I challenge you to do the same. I faced my addiction to approval. And I decided on a new meaning for those words. I decided that being different meant that I had to look at who I was separate from the crowd. Does that make sense? As a result, I began to recognize and embrace my unique gifts. I began to see my differences as blessings that I've been gifted. And instead of seeing those labels as negative, they became positive. These labels were, in fact, statements that I was and am unique. Now, I ask you, dear listener, what crappy labels have you taken on as if they were true? Because what I want to challenge you to think about is that maybe those crappy labels are nothing more than a statement that you are not average. Listen, folks, average is the best of the worst and the worst of the best. Thank God I'm not seen as average. What's more important is, I finally got it. That not fitting in didn't make me less than average. It made me aspire to be so much more, to be a leader. Dear listener, I put it to you as a new way of thinking that you may want to consider that the labels you got, you got them there to overcome them, to have you step into your own greatness to know that by being here, you are of influence to others. And if you truly embrace that fact, you will realize that if you're going to in any way lead others, you must authentically lead yourself. Remember, those who reject you and ridicule you are either the fuel or the wet blanket for your inner fire is actually up to you which one they are.
It's completely, totally, absolutely up to you which one they are. Now, that's my rent to start off the show. <laughs> and we're going to go over to a break in a moment. And then you're going to be able to call in. And you'll be able to call in. Excuse me. And then you'll be able to call in. And you'll be able to give me your questions and your statements or, or, or your feedback. Give me your feedback about what it means to be a leader to you. And let's talk about those labels. Okay? We're going to take a break. I'll see you in a moment. Did you know that you can rate this show on iTunes? The show you're listening to right now. It's true. You can leave your thoughts about the show, the topic, the guest. You can even leave a suggestion. Then before you leave, rate the show. The hosts love hearing from you. So next time you download this show from iTunes, leave your thoughts and rate the show for the host and for others. Don't listen to this unless you want more money. People have all kinds of ridiculous ideas about what it takes to achieve vast amounts of wealth and success. Consistently, those ideas are dead wrong. Think about it. What you've been told about creating wealth has likely been from those who did not, do not, or ever likely to have it. In his book, Don't Read This Unless You Want More Money, Dov Barron collapses your old money myths and shows you how to tap into your unique value, even if you don't know what it is yet. As you turn each page of this book, Dov Barron will walk you through a process that will have them banging down your door to give you money. Don't read this unless you want more money. Subconscious Tactics of the Truly Affluent is a guaranteed bestseller you'll want to buy for friends and read over and over again. Go to www.dontreadthisbook.com forward slash money. Get your copy today. Now is your chance to be part of the show. Call 877-230-3062. Call in with your questions or thoughts and talk with the host and their guests. Again, that number is 877-230-3062. Welcome back. This is Dov Barron, host of the Accidental Guru radio show. I want to thank you for tuning in because today we're talking about freaks, widows, and leadership, and really what it takes to be a leader. And we're talking about this important thing about the labels we got and how those labels may have negatively impacted you and how you can switch that around. And in fact, maybe, just maybe, that that is the, the key to actually great leadership. And I was talking about how many of the leaders that we have in the world today seem to be conformists. They're, they're what I call approval junkies. They, they conform. They're doing what everybody wants them to do rather than staying true to what it is that they need to do. And, and as I talked about before the break, that I'd spent years and years studying great leaders and looking at what it is they do and how they do it and what it is that makes great leaders. And it became the basis of my core affluence system for leadership. Because what I found was that each leader actually followed that system of core affluence leadership. Now, what I've discovered is that some of these great people that I studied were, in fact, what I was talking about earlier, freaks. I mean, they were people that others might have called freaks. You know, at one point in his life, 
Albert Einstein gave up wearing socks. Now, I know that's kind of strange, but he decided they were unnecessary complication. And, of course, some people thought he was a freak because of that. Einstein said that he rarely thought in words. He thought in equations. That made him a freak. But you know what? The people who called him a freak, no one knows their name. But everybody knows who Albert is, right? My buddy Albert. So think about how you've been labeled and think about the people who've labeled you. Will anybody remember them except you as you hold on to the need for their approval? James Earl Jones, the man with the most recognized voice of our time, you know, um, was it the CNN voice? And he, of course, was the voice of Darth Vader. He was severely ridiculed because he had such a severe stutter. Actually, he was practically mute between the ages of six and 14. Some would say, Eric, right? Mark Victor Hansen, Jack Camfield were turned away by over 100 publishers with their book idea, Chicken Soup for the Soul. They went on to sell in excess of 100 million copies of that series and, of course, became leaders in their industry. But when they fronted up at those other publishers, they thought it was a weird idea. Nobody would be interested. TV executives said there was something strange about her and told her, eh, you're marvelous, but stay out of television. Barbara Walters, TV journalist, co-host of 2020, she became the executive producer of The View, which is actually one of the highest rated shows on TV, and was for many years the only person who got to go to the Oscars and speak to the winners after the show. As another freak, massive success. Think about the people who have really made a difference in the world. Most of them were, are, freaks. Some of the great freaks who, who uh, have lived and are alive today actually have changed the world that we know as we know it. Martin Luther King, that was a freak. Hold on a minute. Um, I don't want to go along with this crap of sitting around the back of the bus. Dali, Salvador Dali, there's a freak. The guy never used a toilet till he was 10. <laughs> what a weirdo. Amazing artist. Copernicus. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. We, we, you're a complete nutter. What a ridiculous idea that we are traveling around the sun. Gandhi. Oh, no, you're complete out of it, mate. There's no way in the world. You're just way too weird. We are not moving out of India. No, the British are here to stay. Yeah, well, so what? John Lennon. Guy who was amazingly a freak. He was different in so many ways. Barbara Streisand. Oh, you can never be successful. You never be famous with a nose like that. Hey, everybody knows Barbara. And in her own way, stunningly beautiful. Great teachers like Ken Wilber and Richard Bach and Renuka Barron. The Baal Shem Tov, amazing. Baltasar Gracian, Osho, amazing teachers. Marianne Williamson, Louise Hay, Ospensky, Aristotle, Werner Erhardt. I mean, these are amazing teachers who their ideas were so outrageous, so weird, so freaky. Many people thought they were absolutely ridiculous. Think about all the people who have been absolute freaks and weirdos and kind of strange you know when george lucas put together star wars they didn't have the technology he went to the people in his in his team and said this is what we're going to do and we don't have the technology for it and they literally developed the technology for it his thinking was so far ahead he was a complete weirdo steven spielberg did exactly the same thing so did tesla 
And of course, so did Henry Ford. He's the first guy who created, you know, the uh, available vehicle for everybody. The mass-produced vehicles. Come on. Frank Herbert, brilliant sci-fi writer. Complete weirdo. But amazing philosophy. Robert Bly. I mean, have you seen the guy? Wow, he's a weirdo. Look at him. But what an amazing mind. And really changed the way that we look at, at thinking and the way we look at even our myths and how our myths impact us as from, from a very, um, what do you say, from a very basic level of who we are. There's some great weirdos who, who have lit our fire in all kinds of ways, philosophically, uh, enthusiastically, passionately, creatively. There's been amazing ones. There's been uh, Stuart Wilde, Tony Robbins, Bookmeister Fuller, Gary Zukov. Let's not, of course, forget Mozart, Beethoven. Khalil Gibran, one of my all-time favorites. I mean, there's a freak. Come on. The guy's a Muslim, and he's saying the things he was saying. Wow. Thomas Edison, Rumi, Dr. Christian Northup, Richard Fryman. I mean, you know, amazing ideas. And one of my favorites of all time, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Now, there's a million, there are millions and millions and millions of freaks out there. And by the way, if I mentioned any that, that you didn't know, it might be worth you considering, worth you taking a look at some of those freaks, and considering if you are a freak. Maybe you are a freak. Maybe it's time for you to embrace the freak that you are. Maybe it's time for you to look at those labels that you got and really reconsider whether that's got any truth to it in a negative sense, and maybe that these labels you got are actually statements about your greatness, statements, statements about your magnificence. Now, here's the challenge for you. I want you to really think about what maybe you've got to offer the world that others are just, you know, they, they label them, it threatens them um, because you're weird and different. And, and, you know, that's fine. It's absolutely fine that, that may be the case. But again, I want to put it to you that some of the greatest people in the world have received those labels. I'll give you another one. Uh, Patton. Now, whether you are a conscientious objector or not, George C. Patton was one, considered one of the great generals of all time. Now, here's a guy who was so hard-ass in every possible way. He's in France driving with his driver around these weird, sort of strange country roads, uh, moving out into the countryside. And as he does, he asks his driver to pull over, and he and he and he stops him before he. For the, the next area is revealed to him. He's sort of behind a, an area there. And he asks him to stop and he says, beyond this ridge, and he begins to describe this environment. He begins to describe this field and he begins to describe the rise of the hills and, and where the valley is and all of that. And, he, and, you know, he's not asking for opinion. He's just describing this. And he says, and this is where we defeated. And he goes into a conversation about how he was a Roman general, how he was a Roman general and how he conquered for the Romans in this very area. And he remembered that. Now, here's a guy who's about as hard ass and about as, you know, un unfluffy as you could possibly get, talking about his past life, talking about reincarnation, about coming back from being a... Uh, 
a Roman general. You know, some may have considered that guy a freak. And he was in his own way. But he was a leader at what he did. Listen, this is important. If you hide your gifts from yourself and the world, you rob the world of the light that would shine into the shadows, giving direction to those who are lost under the weight of their own adopted labels. It's time for you to come out from underneath the labels. Now, if you would like to call in, you can call in. The number is 877 230 3062 and talk to me about the labels you've got and let's find out if maybe you are a leader and that you've got that leadership within you many of those who have chosen who've picked the you know decided to fit in have become the sheep and they're lost they're looking for a leader the question for me is are you a sheep or you're willing to be a freak. Sheep always need shepherds. They must follow the direction of the bullying dog that snaps at their heels. I challenge you, find the freak in you. Excavate your hidden gifts. Shine a light into the shadows of your own soul and adopt a core affluent system of leadership. Sister Elizabeth Kennedy said, It is better to be a lion for a day than a sheep for all your life. Don't you love that? I love that. It's from a nun, baby. <laughs> I mean, she got it. It's better to be a lion for a day. Stand up. Be counted. Like I said earlier, the framework of the research on which I built my core affluence system for leadership on comes from studying great leaders. To start off, the term affluence, because this is the core affluence system, is often associated or being directed often exclusively to people thinking about affluence as money. And actually, as some of my American friends call it, affluence. It's actually affluence, but that's okay, whatever you want to call it. But it's, it's actually about money. It's not about money. The root meaning of the word affluence is actually flow. Flow, F-L-O-W. If a person is actually affluent, that means that they're in the flow. So the core of the core affluent system is this multi-layered acronym that I, I wanted to share with you on today's show so that you can embrace how, in fact, you are a leader and maybe step up to that. And I'm going to go through, I'm going to see how much time I've got, but I'm going to go through at least the first layer of, of the acronym for core affluent system. And this, the first one is the C, and I've talked about this on previous shows with you. And the first one is C, which is clarity. You know, I, my experience is that if you go down the mall with a clipboard or you go down your social meeting with a clipboard and you ask most people, you bump into most people and you ask them, you know, what do you want? The bottom line for most people is they haven't got a clue. Have you noticed that? Most people don't know what they want. Because, well, as we talked about earlier, because they're so afraid of making the wrong decision. They're so afraid that they might offend someone in the process of asking for what it is they want. 
Like, I ask people, well, what do you want in a partner? Well, um, you know, I want a good guy or I want somebody who's loving. I mean, come on, guys. That's so freaking vague. The first step in the core affluence system is C, which is clarity. A great leader must have clarity of purpose. What does that mean? Great leaders specifically, they know specifically what they want and why they want it. They understand why it's absolutely important to them. They're clear. They're focused on what it is. They have clarity. So my first step to you, remember, write this down. This is important stuff. Get out your pen. Get out your journal. See, clarity. You must have clarity of purpose. You must know specifically what you want and why you want it. The O in core stands for ownership. What does that mean? Great leaders take complete, total ownership of whatever that purpose is that they've chosen. They take absolute ownership of it. They have, they have a burning desire, a sense of mission, a sense of purpose. They take ownership of it. They know that they're not relying on anybody else, that they understand that this is their mission, their purpose. And if they have to go it alone, if they have to face rejection, they'll do that. They'll do it without doubt. They take absolute ownership of it because it is this burning desire, sense of mission about their purpose. So you need to take ownership, decide what it is you want, and then take massive ownership, no matter what comes up. The R of core is resilience. And, and, and this is one of the things, if you pick up any history book, I mean any, and look at the great leaders, both contemporary and in history, you will see they all had amazing resilience. Great leaders stay the course. They do not lose focus just because there's opposition. They get knocked down and they get up again. They get knocked down. They get up again. You know, there's a, there's a quote somebody told me the other day, and it was, um, resilience is getting knocked down seven times and getting up eight. I love that. It's being resilient. It's facing the opposition. Resilience is the willingness to face the opposition. So we talked about these these approval addicts. You know, you can't be a great leader and be an approval addict. You got to have resilience. You got to stay the course. You got to be willing to step up, even if they don't like it, even if they don't approve of it. And E is for expansiveness, and it ties back into the the first three: the C, the O, and R, and the E. A great leader has this this laser beam level of clarity about the desired outcome. However, because they're focused on E, expansiveness, they are absolutely expansive in, the, in how they think about how it can come to fruition. Does that make sense? They, they, don't, they don't lock themselves in saying, well, it's got to look like this. They understand that there are greater minds. You know, ex- expansiveness in a great leader means that they have great advisors, they have coaches, they have mentors. And what's the, one of the big illusions, the big myths about leaders is they do it all themselves. No, great leaders, the people who are out there on the cutting edge doing the amazing things, still listen. They still reach out to those who have the knowledge and the wherewithal, that those who are, uh, have the background, who can guide them in a really expansive way, who can show them, hey, have you even thought about doing it this way? Wow, no. 
I have not thought of that. Many of you are listeners to my podcast. And if, you, if you're on iTunes, you've listened to my podcast. It's at freemindmastery.com. Uh, freemindmasterypodcast.com. You can find it on dovbaron.com. You just go to the tab that says podcast, and it's right there. And, and when, when Scott approached me to do that, I was like, oh, no, no, I've done other things, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I had this narrow mind. But I had to shift to being expansive to the E. I went, okay, what is it about? It's about reaching people. It's about giving more value. It's about making a difference in a bigger way. Okay, well, I've not tried this way. All right, this man says it can work. Let's give it a go. Now there's over 120,000 of you subscribed to those podcasts. I'm reaching people all over the world in another way. Be expansive. So quick review, C-O-R-E-C, clarity. Absolutely know what you want. Be specific about why you want it and why it matters. Ownership, burning desire. Don't let anybody, um, don't expect anybody else to step into it. It's up to you. Resilience, get knocked down, get up again. And expensiveness, look for new ways to experience it. We're going to go to another break. When we come back, I'm going to take you deeper into the core affluence system for leadership so that you can own and recognize that you are a leader, my friend. I'll be back in a moment. See you soon. Now is your chance to be part of the show. Call 877-230-3062. Call in with your questions or thoughts and talk with the host and their guests. Again, that number is 877-230-3062. Don't listen to this. Unless you want more money. People have all kinds of ridiculous ideas about what it takes to achieve vast amounts of wealth and success. Consistently, those ideas are dead wrong. Think about it. What you've been told about creating wealth has likely been from those who did not, do not, or ever likely to have it. In his book, Don't Read This Unless You Want More Money, Dov Barron collapses your old money myths and shows you how to tap into your unique value, even if you don't know what it is yet. As you turn each page of this book, Dov Barron will walk you through a process that will have them banging down your door to give you money. Don't read this unless you want more money. Subconscious Tactics of the Truly Affluent is a guaranteed bestseller you'll want to buy for friends and read over and over again. Go to www.don'treadthisbook.com forward slash money. Get your copy today. Welcome back. My name is Dov Barron. I'm your host here at the Accidental Guru Radio Show. Broadcasting... On Contact Talk Radio. <laughs> We're talking about the core affluence system of leadership. We're talking about being a freak, being a weirdo, being strange, and why it's important for you to embrace the fact that you are a leader, that you're having impact, that you have influence, that you're making a difference, and whether you know it or not. And I was talking about the core affluence system, C-O-R-E, C being clarity, that you can't be a great leader in your life, in your family, in your community, in anything, unless you have clarity. And what that means is knowing exactly what it is you want and why you want it, why it's important to you. The O is ownership, understanding that you have to take ownership of what you're doing. Don't expect anybody else to get on board. Really, if you had to walk it to the end, you would. 
And if you know that and you come from that place, other people will get on board with you. I promise that. R is resilience, knowing that you're going to get knocked down and you just got to keep getting up. You're going to face rejection and, and people are going to call your names and say you're a crazy person. And they've always done that. For every great person who ever lived, they've done that. And E is expansive. Being expansive means expanding your consciousness to a greater and greater level of understanding the there's all kinds of ways to do amazing things and, and be willing to let that in. So that's the core affluence system. You know, of course, it's uh, not the core affluence system, but it's the first level of it and first level of understanding of it so that you can put it into action in your own life. If you want to find out more about the core affluence system, you can actually go to um, – what is it? C, Y, C, edge.com. C, Y, C, edge.com. And uh, there, there's a cool video, and you can plug your email in and give you another cool, a cool video on that, and you'll find out all about the core affluence system. And actually, if you bought my latest book, which you heard about in the commercial there, which is called Don't Read This Unless You Want More Money. Actually, you're going to find out a lot about the core affluence system in there, and you'll actually you actually got two tickets to the event, the live event in November. Now that's a limited offer, and actually it's already two thirds full. So uh, if you want to find out about that, get two tickets worth uh, thirty two hundred bucks, which is for an amazing weekend life shifting. Uh, get a hold of the book. It's on Amazon. It's at Barnes and Noble. It's probably in your local bookstore. If it's not, ask them; they'll get it for you. It's called Don't Read This Unless You Want More Money and two tickets to a lot the, the Claim Your Competitive Edge live event in there, which is all about the core affluence system. You know, every great leader that I've researched has, and I've studied operated from that place of core affluence. And one of the great myths I think that we have about leadership is that we think that if you're going to have great leadership, you are going to be a great leader. You've got to have all the knowledge, all the info. And a true leader understands that that saying, you know, knowledge is power, is actually a lie. Knowledge and information is only one-third of the equation when it comes to owning your power. There are actually three eyes to masterful leadership, to, to actually having really getting great leadership. The first one, of course, is information. You've got to have the knowledge, right? We know that. But it's only a third of the equation. The second one is implementation. We live in the information age, but we need to live in the implementation age. You've got to, how many people do you know? I mean, goodness me, how much information is there out there? How many people do you know who've been collecting, hoarding information? How much information is on your computer you've never done a damn thing with? So the second eye in masterful leadership is implementation. Come on, step up, be a great leader, put it in action, kids, do something with it. But that's not all, far from it. The third element in this equation for masterful leadership, for you becoming a leader in your own life, is integration. Integration, so you've got information, integration, implementation. You know, if you think about it, all of us can relate to maybe... Uh, having gathered the information, having uh, decided that you're going to go learn it, and because you've learned it, you've got it, and you go out and you and you you learn it, and you actually put it in, in you put it in action, because let's face it, information without application is worth well the hole in the donut. Information without application 
has no resource for transformation. Clearly, we must apply what we learn in order to render real value. So I, my guess is that you've had an experience where you've actually learned something and you've applied it and that's been really cool and, you, you know, and, and it was great. And then after you've learned it, maybe you, you didn't use it again for a while. You had that experience? You just didn't do anything with it for a while. You forgot all about it. And you came back to it, you know, to do whatever it was you were going to do, having used the knowledge of what you got, and you haven't got the faintest idea what to do with it. You had that experience? Have you had that happen to you? It's really frustrating. I know it's been frustrating for me. It's like, you know, you're laid down at night and, and all the information leaked out of your head, out through your ear, onto the pillow and evaporated in the night. So the third I in masterful leadership, so we've gone from the core affluent system to masterful leadership, is actually the third I is integration, uh, implementation. Okay? Implementation. Information, integration. Uh, implementation, integration. Goodness. Integration. Which means that you apply it and apply it and apply it until it becomes second nature. You actually have to do it till it becomes totally second nature. You just know what to do with it. So what is the process? Because I'm taking you through. Remember I promised you right off the top of the show I want you to take, take out your journal and your pen because it's going to give you some really valuable skills and tools and knowledge here. And I've walked you through a lot of great stuff here and I want you to make sure you get the value out of this so that you can use it. Hello? If you don't use it, it's no good, right? So I want you to do that. So we've looked at the core affluence system, C-O-R-E. Now we're looking at the three I's of masterful leadership. If you're going to be a great leader, because that's what we're talking about here, then you've got to follow the three I's. You've got to gather the information. You've got to implement the information, put it in action, and then you've got to integrate it by doing it over and over again. So what is the process by which we get fully integrated Not only the information, but the application of it. What is the process of that? Well, it's a process. It's actually a three-step process. And the first step is to just stop for a minute and understand that you're never going to get it without commitment. It's not discipline. It's commitment. It's deciding that it's that important to you. You're going to do it again and again and again. Maybe you've been to workshops or seminars and, you, and you've, you've learned what you learned and it was fabulous stuff. And maybe it's even one of mine and I totally understand that. It was amazing stuff. You got it. Wow, this is fantastic. You even applied it during the workshop. It was wonderful, fabulous. You had breakthroughs. You had insights. You, you jumped up and down with joy. And then you didn't do a damn thing with it for another month or two months. And somebody asked you about it and you haven't got a clue. Why? Because you didn't have commitment. And that means doing it again and again. If you don't do it again and again, mastery will elude you. Step two, through that consistent commitment, you build higher and higher levels of competence. So interestingly, this one is three C's. So commitment... Doing it again and again and again gives you confidence. Through that consistent commitment, you get this competence, rather. You build a competence. So you get to know how to do it. So you, it's second nature. You could do it without even thinking about it. So that's like um, 
you know, when you first drove, how hard that was. But you decided you were committed to learning how to drive because you knew how important it was. And most of us learned to drive in our teens. And, and maybe the reason you decided it was so damn important was because you knew it was going to give you freedom. It was going to get you away from those parents of yours and give you a chance to just do your own thing, right? So it became very important to you. So even though it was so hard, it was so uncomfortable, and, so, you know, as you ka-chung, ka-chung, ka-chung down the road, you stayed committed. You were committed to getting it down. And as a result, you built this amazing sense of competence. You could do it as second nature. And as a result, you got the third C, which is confidence. And because you applied commitment, and from the commitment, you got competence, and from the competence, you got confidence. Through those three things, you got fully integrated. Does that make sense to you? So as a result, I'll give you an example. As a result, if you're a driver, this means you can literally drive down the road without ever thinking about how you're going to get there. You can drive down the road, talk on your Bluetooth phone, eat a sandwich, and, and sip on a Starbucks while driving and still get wherever you're going and not even sure how you got there. Why? Because you've integrated this, that third level of masterful leadership. Does that make sense for you? So my challenge to you is this, is to look at those steps I gave you for the core affluence system, the C-O-R-E. If you're not sure, you didn't catch them in some way, write to me on radiodove.com. I'll send them to you again. I'll give them you again. And the three eyes of masterful leadership. I had a blog post about this, um, at least about the first two on DoveBaron.com, and I'm going to have some more for you actually coming up in a blog I'll post for you next week about the third eye. So taking those the core affluence system, then the three C's that lead you to in, uh, integration so that it becomes second nature is going to make you a leader. I want you to understand, dear listeners, I come back to you here again and again and again. They gave you labels. I understand that. They gave you these labels. The labels... You've got to think about it. Those labels are just trying to get you to conform. They're just there to help you fall in line, to behave, to be one of the sheep, to be herd mentality. And I believe, as an aficionado of this particular show, I believe that you don't think the way they think. You think at a higher level. You think at a level that potentially is outside of the box, a little strange, a little weird, and, and, and they may not like it. They may think it's a bit nutty. Well, if it is, so what? Now, it's not going to be for everybody, and some people are going to turn you away, and that's okay. Don't bother pursuing them. You don't need to pursue them. What you need to do is to pursue your own passion. My final message to you today that I would like to leave you with, dear listener, is your gifts are here to be shared. And by sharing them, by really sharing them, you become a leader to others who are still hiding in the shadows. However, remember this. You deserve to get paid handsomely for your gifts because your gifts bring greatness to the world. Share those gifts while remembering that the true leader a leader operating from a place of core affluence 
is a leader operating from a place of clear intention. And the clear intention is to be of service, that they know that gifts are there to be of service. Like I said, if you want to find out more about it, you can go to CYC Edge. C-Y-C-E-D-G-E dot com and you'll find out about the core affluence system and claiming your competitive edge. Dear listener, remember that you can find us now on iTunes and on RadioDove.com where you can click on show info and you can leave your comments and feedback about this or any of our shows. Remember to tell your friends to wrap their ears around our big beautiful signal and subscribe to this show and listen to all the previous ones. Next week, my guest will be the Transformer herself. Jackie Lappin. She's a pioneering spirit who has succeeded in the highest levels of at least three careers. She has been a highly successful media-related expert. She has handled publicity for such clients as the World Poker Tour, Toyota, uh, the Golf Channel, Disney, Mazda, Avon, Showtime, even PetSmart. Before that, she was one of the nation's first women sports writers. And then she began a career as the Earth's cheerleader calling the planet's people together to simultaneously mold and shape our future. Her best-selling book, The Art of Conscious Creation, How You Can Transform Your World, teaches us how to become the architects of our life and how we can intentionally create the life we desire and the world that we, desi- world that we desire. Again, I want to thank my wonderful producer, Rebecca, and our entire team here at the Accidental Guru radio show. Of course, my special thanks to you for being part of our little family and of a global movement. Keep telling your friends to tune in and tell them to get their teeth into all our juicy success solutions. This is Dove Barron saying, remember to share something you learned today with someone else, because when you share it, you learn it at a deeper level. As always, remember that you are a diamond. Let your light shine. It is my belief that each one of you is unique. Therefore, there isn't another one of you on the planet, and no one has the right to tell you you're less than magnificent. You deserve to live a life of affluence. I look forward to meeting you in person very soon at one of our live events. Until next time, this is Dov Barron, host of the Accidental Guru radio show, saying thank you. Thank you for making my world a little better each week. I'll see you soon, same time, same place, same channel. Live with courage. It is my belief that each one of you is unique. There isn't another one of you on the planet. And no one has the right to tell you you're less than magnificent. been listening to The Accidental Guru with Dov Barron. Join us again next week when Dov will be giving you the competitive edge without losing your soul. Same time, same place, same channel. On behalf of Dov Barron, remember, take yourself and life like a shot of tequila. Straight up, live with courage, follow your passion, and stay real.